The Brothers J, Season 1, Episode 14. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 14 of Revolutionary War Rarities, the podcast from the Sons of the American Revolution. My name is Jim Griffith. And my name is Jim Maples. Jim, most people familiar with American history are also familiar with the name John Jay. John Jay was a founding father who was a signer of the Treaty of Paris in 1783, which formally concluded the Revolutionary War. He was the second governor of New York and was the first chief justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. He authored five of the 85 articles in the Federalist Papers and also served as the sixth president of the Continental Congress. But did you know that he had a brother named James J.? Yes, Jim, I do know about James J. James J. was the doctor and John J. was the lawyer. That's correct. James J., the doctor, played an active role in gathering the funding endowments for the University of Pennsylvania as well as Columbia University, both Ivy League schools today. Correct again. In 1763, James J., the less famous of the two brothers, was knighted by King George III. Therefore, he became Sir James J. from that point forward. Now, here's the interesting thing about Sir James J., he became the inventor of the invisible ink, which was employed by General George Washington and his entire spy ring during the Revolution. So this was a huge development that enabled secret communications to occur without the ability to be intercepted. James J.'s approach to invisible ink was a little bit different from other invisible inks of the day. The British did have an invisible ink capability, most invisible ink that existed prior to James J.'s invention involved applying heat to the invisible ink, at which point the writing would reappear. However, Sir James J. invented a method where writing would happen and no heat was needed. As a matter of fact, if heat was used, no reaction whatsoever would occur. Instead, Sir James J.'s invisible ink concoction required a chemical that would be applied over the page where the ink was placed and it would reveal the writings that had occurred. There was always a limited supply of Sir James J.'s concoction for invisible ink as he never disclosed the actual recipe. In several cases, it was necessary for letters sent between certain individuals to be given to one of the J's J brothers before any secret messages could be revealed. Okay, James, Jim Maples, are you ready for trivia time? Yes, sir, let's go. All right, question number one. Do you know what General George Washington called this invisible ink concoction created by Sir James J.? Well, Jim, George Washington referred to it as sympathetic stain. However, in future correspondence with James J., he would refer to the invisible ink with the code word medicine. Very good. Question number two. James J. is a rather controversial figure in American history. Do you know why? Yes, Jim. James J. was completely for American independence at the beginning of the war. However, he became somewhat disenfranchised with the direction of the colonials and began devising a way to seek reconciliation with Great Britain during the war. Correct again. Question number three. So was Sir James J. considered a traitor? Well, Jim, not generally. He in no way attempted to provide secret information to the British. He simply tried to reconcile with them and stop a war 
that he felt could not be won by the colonials. Now, he did that without authorization from the Continental Congress, but in no way tried to throw the victory of war to the British. As a matter of fact, his invention assisted the colonies in winning the war. Correct. Question number four. Were James J. and John J. close? James J. was the oldest between he and John J. They had been close in previous years, but upon the discovery of James J.'s attempt to reconcile with the British, John J. became extremely angry and had very, very little to do with his brother for the rest of their lives. As a matter of fact, John J. is quoted as having said, if after making so much bustle in and for America, he has, as it is surmised, improperly made his peace with Britain, I shall endeavor to forget that my father has such a son. After the revolution, the brothers had little contact with one another. And so it goes. F. Scott Fitzgerald was once quoted as saying, family quarrels are bitter things. They don't go according to any rules. They don't like aches or wounds. They're more like splits in the skin, and they won't heal because there's not enough material. And that is what ultimately happened to John and James Jay. They both made incredible contributions to our country's independence, but went their different ways in later life. The Jay family name is greatly respected in this country, not unlike the Adams, Harrisons, Roosevelt, Bushes, Kennedys, but the Jay family suffered greatly as a result of the independence that we declared and fought so hard to gain. So today, the Sons of the American Revolution salute those families who suffered so greatly as a result of the Revolutionary War. Whether through death, separation, sickness, or many other challenges, these families persevered, and we are a country as a result. Thank you, Jay family, for your many contributions. To learn more about the Jays, we recommend you read John Jay, Founding Father by Walter Stair, available at your local library or wherever books are sold. My name is Jim Griffith. And my name is Joe Maples, and we thank you for joining us today. And please be sure to join us for the next episode of the Revolutionary War Rarities Podcast. This has been a production of the National Society, Sons of the American Revolution, www.sar.org.